0: hi hi everyone welcome to amateur Spice. welcome welcome so last week was like kind of a funny episode that was like the the funny stories episode last week right
1: yes well it was two weeks ago because i was having a mental breakdown last yes week. <laughs> yes it was this- my turn for the breakdown
0: we all need a break every so often folks
1: it's fine it happens i'm back we're having a good time
0: We're having a grand old time. But so last episode was like a funny little time. (laughs) This episode is about every sex worker's worst
1: nightmare. This episode is not a silly little time.
0: (laughs) This episode is a scary big time.
1: Yes. If you didn't read the name of this episode for some strange reason, this episode's about taxes.
0: (laughs) And how much they fucking suck. Ted Kazinski was right.
1: Yep. um I feel like I need to start this off with lol we are not tax professionals absolutely not like we we're just whores who do
0: our own taxes that's it
1: we do our own taxes I've done some extra research and that's about as much as we can give you so (laughs) we're not professionals like do not take this and be like nixie and eve said i could so i did it the irs will not accept that exactly <laughs> but
0: maybe take it with a sort of like we kind of have had to figure this out by ourselves and this is sort of what works for us mm-hmm. kind of uh <laughs> or or maybe just you know here's the reality of what it is and how people deal with it and figure it out
1: yeah i'm also how much it fucking sucks yeah yeah <laughs> Um, I, so I did do a lot of like re- extra research too for this episode because I just wanted to try to be like as accurate as I could be, but like I said, I'm not a professional. So I took most of this information from Daisy Does Taxes, who I absolutely recommend that you follow or even hire to do your taxes. Um, we really want her to come on, but I think she's just a little too busy. Like it's tax season. We probably didn't email her at a great time. So... I've just collected a lot of the information that she's put on her socials to kind of try to lump it all together here in one nice, easy place for you to access. Nice. Yeah. Your camera's done on. It makes me sad. Oh, really? <laughs> there I am. There she is. I don't know what
0: happened. I was like, damn, she's not going to let me look at her. <laughs> now I'm looking, though. I washed my hair today. I'm like, cons- the the... What do you call, like, the thing your hair is? Consistency? Texture? Texture? whatever the fuck it is. So, it's, like, not curly and it's not straight. It's, like, a fucked up wavy, but it always gets so frizzy, too. And I always say I'm going to do something about it, and I don't. And now I'm
1: looking at it, and I just look like a lovely little wet dog. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. I need to get my hair cut so bad. My hair is so dead. But I don't know any hairdressers around here, so I got to do research, and I don't feel like it. For another day, yeah. For another day,
0: but if you do get a haircut and you get it cut and colored and you get pictures taken and stuff, segue. Can you write a hair Can't? Can you? Can you? No,
1: I learned that today. No. I can't. No. I'll. We'll talk about when we get to expenses and write offs, but. <laughs> um. So yeah, get a pen and paper. Like this is probably a good episode to take notes for if you are mm-hmm. a sex worker. If you're not, I mean. Could still be good, maybe tax. Just interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I kind of start with like tax one oh one. Like if you are like so brand new to just like taxes in general, like you just had your dad do them all the time, like I did for the longest time. You don't know anything about taxes. Here's just a tiny little, I guess, rundown. So if you are employed, if you've ever had like a government job a regular quote-unquote regular job you will typically receive a w-2 at the end of the year which just lists your income and the taxes that your employer took out of your income but fun fact we're self employed so we don't have someone to pay our taxes for us so we have to do it ourselves and it's our responsibility to basically set aside our earnings to pay them ourselves um only fans and other platforms like many vids fansly whatever they'll give you a 1099 form which basically just says like you we're contracted by them like we don't work for them but like we're contracted by them they give us money in a way so and that form just lists our income because they're not responsible for withholding those taxes i believe Don't quote me on this part. I believe to get a 1099, though, you do need to make over $600. So, like, if you're brand fucking new and you didn't even make $100 yet last year, I don't think you're going to get one. Yeah. I guess I'll just mention this, too, is, like, we only get a 1099 from OnlyFans and, like, paid platforms. But you should still be tracking and filing and like keeping track of any money that you make from like Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, cash, if you make cash. Um and there has been a lot of talk about these like cash sharing apps issuing 1099s, but that's not happening for 2022 expenses, so you don't have to do that this year, but it will be happening next year, but it's only if you have a business account. So, if you have a personal account like me, but still use it like for businessy stuff, then you probably should still be tracking it. Especially, because- nice. yeah. And then they're not going to give it to you too. So you should still be tracking it and filing it in your taxes. And also, just as a side note, if you're like brand new to finances, I just want to define like gross versus net income because I'm going to be saying that stuff a lot. Uh, so gross income is just your overall earnings or revenue. Just overall everything you've earned. And net income is your gross income minus business expenses and fees. So federal and state tax is all determined by your net income.
0: Wow, I'm just thinking about it. I'm getting
1: stressed the fuck out. I hate it so much. That was kind of me doing this research.
0: (sighs) Like, at least thankfully, like, neither of us will go to jail if things aren't done right. But it's just, like, I hate owing money. I hate being in debt. And, like, I'm in debt right now because of my taxes. And it stresses me the fuck out, like, so much. And I'm going to be so much more in debt in, like, a month mm-hmm. because of it. And I... The reason why, just, just just so everyone knows, the reason why is because I kind of got fucked financially, like, personally in my life for a while um, and was not able to save money because I there were things going on that money had to go to other things um like actually had to and that's why I am where I am and it is just like really great very stressful yeah I'm just venting on the podcast real quick
1: oh it's okay Eve called me crying and was like what do I do I owe so much money (laughs) I'm
0: like I had so much saved but it just wasn't Mm-hmm. enough at the time and then all of the money I had saved for this year is now gone because of personal emergencies and issues and now we're here
1: I feel I really hope I have saved enough but I kind of feel like I haven't so we'll find out <laughs> well
0: hey I know a lot of people in the sex work industry not a lot but I've heard of a lot of people recently who have been like yeah I've, n- I've never filed my taxes I've been a sex worker for four years or like yeah I'm still paying them off from two years ago
1: which like stresses me out because like not to get all governmenty, but like if the IRS finds out and audits you, like you are so fucked. Yeah. Like I rather just file them and be safe. But like that's also why you like need to like keep track of everything that you earn and keep track of all your expenses, which I'll go into like what expenses are later. But like it's so important to keep track of those things. Yeah. For some fucked up reason. We have a friend that got audited. Like if for some fucked up reason you get audited, like you better have your shit together. Like you better have like tracked all your stuff and like have records of all your income and all of your expenses.
0: It's so stressful. I'm going to be fucking
1: sick, dude. I feel like as long as you try your best, like if I got audited, and maybe some of the things I wrote off last year, the year before, weren't actually qualified. Like, I feel like that, I mean, I could be wrong. But I feel like that's less bad than if I just didn't file them at all.
0: Exactly. That's kind of the perspective that I'm bringing to this episode, is someone who never learned about taxes, didn't know anything about them, thought that she had enough saved last year and didn't, and kind of fucked herself over a little bit. But it's also... I think if you do end up in the same position as me, I hope it's kind of a comfort that like I like I, this is bad like it's bad that this is happening. I shouldn't be doing this, but like it's not fucked my life up, you know. Like right now. Yeah. Like, I'm sure my yeah. credit score, I'm sure my credit score isn't going to be great because of it, but like it's okay <laughs> it's not the end of the world it's not the end of the world I thought it was the end of the world when this all happened originally last year and I like lost of weight and couldn't eat and couldn't sleep it was really fucked up over it and it it's okay it'll be fine but try to save money yeah but sometimes sure. shit happens like that's the thing is that like shit just like literally fucking happened and I couldn't save money you know yeah.
1: mm-hmm It's okay. This is why I want to teach everyone about budgeting. Because, like, it's so nice, like, if something happens, if you have money. Usually I do. But now I'm probably going to wipe my whole emergency thing to taxes. (sighs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. So I'm going to kind of somewhat try to explain this thing that I literally learned about today. So (laughs) I could be wrong. All right. So the thing I learned about today is self-employment tax. So if you have worked like a government job, whatever, W-2, you get a W-2 form. You probably notice that they have like when they take taxes out, there's some that's just like income tax, some for Social Security and some for Medicare. So apparently I didn't realize this. Employers would pay half of your social security and half of your medicare but obviously we are self-employed so we have to pay the full amount so the full amount of like taxes you have to pay is social security is 12.4 percent and medicare is 2.9 percent so just about 15 percent so basically that 15 percent is what you owe for social security and medicare But they will only take tax you like you'll only owe 15% of 92% of your income above 400. I hope that makes sense. It's still a little confusing to me, but like I'm just going to do it in these numbers to make it easier. But say you made $100,000, then they will only tax you on the 92%. So they'll only tax you 15% of $92,000. Okay. So typically about 15% of your earnings should cover this, like should be more than enough. But this is also like separate from the federal and income tax part. And this is where I also got so confused, but apparently you're allowed to deduct 50% of what you paid in self-employment tax as an income tax deduction. So, whatever 15% of that 92,000 was, I'll do my math in case people like me like numbers. I love numbers. (laughs) All right. So, 15% of 92,000 is 13,800. Half of that is 6,900. So, the amount of money that you earned, your net profit that you are working on, like taxing for, You're allowed to write off 6,900 of it or half of that self-employment tax that you just paid. So you're going to be taxing yourself on a little bit less money than you would have. Does that hopefully make sense? I think so. I also could be wrong. (laughs) This is Just like what I got from Is that
0: a new thing or does it happen every year?
1: Nope. Apparently it happens all the time. Okay. Because I feel like I
0: don't remember that when I did it last year
1: maybe i don't know maybe we just never noticed it yeah maybe that like, maybe, maybe we didn't know that we had to enter that yeah i don't know now we know <laughs> um I'm so gonna- that's how self-employment tax works i'll do my taxes first or we can do it together we'll facetime when we do our taxes
0: please i'm so stressed out dude
1: um. All right. So federal and state taxes, how they worked. I recently learned this this past year, so I don't. So I don't think a lot of other people know it. So that's why I want to talk about. It. But basically, you pay a certain percentage on each portion of income you make. So I always thought like, oh, I made fifty thousand dollars, so I'm going to be taxed X amount. But really, it like goes in increments. So. I'm looking at the rates for 2022,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and basically, if you made ten thousand two hundred seventy-five dollars or under, you're gonna get taxed ten percent. If you made over that, then you're gonna. If you made between that and forty-one thousand seven hundred seventy-five, then you'll owe that ten percent on the ten thousand plus. 12% of the remaining amount over 10275 Does that make okay. sense? I think so. So the chart I'm looking at makes it really easy because they're like, you'll just owe this amount plus the percentage of any amount over that. Okay. So when I learned that, it honestly made me feel so much better. Just that you can map it out. Yeah, because then you know like, oh, if I only made like $2000 over this threshold, then only $2000 is actually being taxed 20% or whatever. Okay. So, that made me feel a little bit better. And I believe it's the same for state. I didn't look up state because I didn't want to say what state I lived in. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, I could have looked up any state, but um but yeah, all in all, if I feel like if you set aside of your earnings, which I feel like is a big chunk of your earnings, but if you set aside 30%, then I feel like you should have more than enough come tax time. And personally, this is my own little personal tidbit. I'm kind of a money nerd sometimes. I'm like super into personal finance. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I would personally recommend getting a high yield savings account to store your taxes in. Because I didn't even really realize till this past year that, like, most banks, like, a regular brick-and-mortar bank, like, their interest rates on their savings are, like, 0.1%. Like, I was earning a penny every month. But I recently switched to an online bank. There's a few. There's Discover. There's Ally. And I can't think of any more off the top of my head. But there are a ton of online banks. As long as they're FDIC insured, they're legit. They're good. So. But I recently got a savings account on an, in an online bank. Their savings rate is like 3.4%. I made over like $20, $30 in interest on my savings account last year, which isn't a ton. No, but like for how little I had in there, plus the amount I was making on my last savings account, lol, like 15 cents in a year.
0: Like, yeah.
1: I couldn't believe how much of a difference it made. So, like, it'll give you a little boost. It might not be huge, but you'll be getting a boost to that money that you, like, keep in there. Mm-hmm. And maybe it'll motivate you to keep more in there. Yeah, that's true. It has for me. I've been like, now I want to put more money in my savings. <laughs> so I can make more money. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right. My next thing is expenses and write-offs. Are you ready? Nice. Yeah rubs hands together so if you are kind of still don't really know what that means basically being self-employed means you're a business owner businesses need things in order to run and things are like necessary to run your business those things can be deducted from the money you make and you don't need to be an LLC to write off expenses you just can on your own um Obviously, if you're self-employed, not if you work for an employer, that, yeah. that doesn't happen. <laughs> but it is so, so, so important to track these expenses so you don't have to pay tax on money that you invested back into your business, and so then you can also know what your true profit is. Yeah, because, like I said, your net income is your the money minus all your expenses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Super important to track these because I know I just said it, but like you get, you'll pay less in taxes. Yeah. <laughs> track these expenses so you can pay less. <laughs> That's true. All right. So I kind of split them into categories to try and make it a little easier. Uh, the first one I feel like is the most straightforward, which is supplies, which is mm-hmm. anything at all that you use to create content or create your brand. These things do have to be things that you only use for work. So that's, yeah. like, that's like a big disclaimer is like if you buy a cute outfit, you can write out off an outfit if you are only ever wearing it for work. But if you go and wear that outfit in public, then it doesn't count as a business expense. Wow. Yeah. So this has to be like very solely work related. So some examples of things you can write off. Like I said, as long as they are solely work related, mm-hmm. uh, toys and props, lighting and camming slash filming equipment, outfits, costumes, heels. Um, if you buy panties exclusively for selling, like you only ever wear them just to sell. Yeah. Those can be written off. Uh, things like thank you cards, business cards, client gifts, shipping and packaging materials, any merch that you make or sell, stuff like that. If you pay for Dropbox or like iCloud storage to mm. store all your content, and that shit adds up, like honestly. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, any editing software, domain names, VPNs, like I said, all like work related. So This is what I found out. Daisy explained it so great that apparently the IRS is really weird about like the cosmetic stuff, like things that affect our look, because they are saying that like, in order for it to be a business expense, it has to be something that you can like take off after work. Mm -hmm. So quote unquote permanent things that cannot be written off are acrylic nails, Surgeries, beauty treatments, hair treatments, gym memberships. Cause those are just kind of things you use all the time. But some things that can be written off are like fake lashes, press-on nails, uh wigs. But I think that's pretty much it. Like things that you could take off when you were done with work. Yeah. Um, one exception she did say was if you never wear makeup in real life and like only when you're creating content, then you can write off your makeup. Um, And then, yeah, if you have other things that you only wear during work, like lashes, wigs, you can write those off, too. Okay. I mean, I wear makeup sometimes in my personal life, but not usually, honestly. (laughs) I wear makeup
0: a lot, usually.
1: (laughs) Apparently, one way to also, like, get around this kind of, though, is, like, say you have this eyeliner that you use. If you buy two of it, then you can write one of them off.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That's good to know. I
0: mean, I think there are some things that I specifically use for work. I mean, like obviously, all of my lingerie, like I only use for work. Like yeah. I don't, I don't wear it out or anything. Um, there are some shoes specifically. Uh, I've gotten waxed
1: specifically for collabs. Does that count? I don't know because it's kind of a permanent thing. Like she, they said haircuts weren't able to be written off so I'm assuming that also goes for yeah that's true yeah flights for like stuff like that can be though right yeah that was one of my next uh categories was travel expenses Mm -hmm. nice yeah so uh, really anything that you use exclusively for work it can be written off which is great and she did say that a lot of people are always like well how would they know like how would the IRS know if I wore that outfit out in public I mean they don't, but, like, I also don't feel like fucking with the IRS exactly <laughs> personally. Like, I just don't feel like fucking with them. If I get audited, I'm fucked. I'd rather just be good. be a good right. little girl. yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, so my next category was travel expenses, like Eve said. Of course, you can only write things off if they're all if they're all work related. So, if you are going to a collab, anything like that, like, that is work-related, so you can write everything off. And that includes flight, transportation, like, Ubers, if you're driving, any mileage you've done, hotel, motel, Airbnbs, and then any meals that are, like, like, you have to eat when you travel. Like, any meals that that are business expenses, any meals that you, like, have in a meeting with co-workers with colleagues with people you work with can be written off 50%. So you can't write oh. all of your meals off, but you can write off 50% of them. That's really good to know too. And apparently that also includes like tips and stuff too. Nice.
0: I have some of it written down, but I don't have all of it written down. I'm gonna have to go through some of my bank statements and stuff. Yeah,
1: that was one of the things I was gonna say later but like yeah it's important you should try to keep receipts of all these purchases that's what everyone says and I'm not gonna lie I don't keep receipts but I always make sure like they're on my bank statements like they're on my credit card statements they're on my bank statements so you should try to have those on hand keep receipts if you can um one thing Daisy also mentioned was that I thought was smart is to get a credit card that you only use for business expenses yeah and then it'll be so easy to be like well this account is all business expenses so like every purchase I made here can be written off basically that's pretty genius I'm thinking about doing that <laughs> I yeah me too actually now there are a few other things that you can write off one of them was a home office deduction again this has to be a space that you use only for work. <laughs> if you take pictures in your bedroom, it doesn't count. If you take pictures in the kitchen, you cook in the kitchen, doesn't count. But if you have a dedicated space in your house that you only use for work and absolutely nothing else, you can write it off. And I didn't know this, but apparently it doesn't have to be a whole room. It can just be like a corner of the room and you can write off $5 for every square foot of your workspace. Which I thought was interesting because I have a home office, but we also use it as a guest room. But I'm like, well, I could just write off the, like, few square feet that my desk is in because I don't use that desk for anything but work. Right. <laughs> um, You can also write off basically anything that's in your workspace. So I think this would go more towards, though, if you, like, actually had a whole room. But if you have a room where you exclusively work, you can write off any of the decor that's in there, like lighting, fancy lights, cute stuff, like couches, beds, any furniture. Like you can write all that off again if it's work-related. How many times can I say if it's work-related in this episode? Lots. <laughs> Take a hit every time you hear me say that. Um, <laughs> no, don't. You can't be so fucked no. up listening to this episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. But you can also write off things like your desk, your chair, your keyboard, mouse, monitors, any like storage and decor stuff you have. Planners, apparently. Notebooks, pens, pencils. I just bought like an exclusive work planner. So I'm totally going to write that off this year. It was 20 bucks. Amazing. (laughs) Hell yeah. And then I know you can pay off partial phone and partial internet because like obviously most of us use our phone a lot for our job and then we need internet to do our job but I don't actually know how much so like if you are trying to write these things off I would go see an accountant (laughs) or do more research on it I just don't have the numbers or information here but I do know that you those can partially be written off nice and then the last thing is like advertising expenses continuing education professional services so this can be stuff like you bought promo buying promo and ads those can all be written off and if you bought any like courses or workbooks or anything like i don't know anything you can write those off lol you know how i made that content list you can write that off on your taxes (laughs) (laughs) if you take poll classes you can write those off you can write off a dmca service and any testing cuz obviously testing super important when you do like collabs and stuff and that can also be written off nice yeah the last little like thing i guess i had was if you have an assistant if you pay them more than $600 per year technically they need to be on a 1099 for contract labor So I guess you can do that through the IRS website, and you can work with an accountant to do that, to, like, give your assistant that. I don't know if I should say that I've never done that. (laughs) I didn't, yeah. And, like, I am an assistant, and I know none of them are giving me a 1099. So I think it's just something a lot of people don't know about, too. But... It's just something that I saw Daisy had mentioned on our page and thought was interesting because I was like, oh, I didn't really know that.
0: Oh, interesting. (laughs) Oh,
1: interesting. (laughs) But, uh, (coughs) oh, my God. (coughs) Sorry. No, you're good. Um, I guess. And then one thing that I guess isn't totally about, like, actually filing has to do with filing that I thought was interesting is I found out that in previous years you used to be able to completely write off 100% any big purchase or asset so like I don't know really expensive big furniture furn- uh, furniture like big equipment computers vehicles like assets like stuff that would depreciate over time Those things, you used to be able to write off 100%, but starting in 2023, so this year, you can only write off 80% of it, and the other 20% will be depreciated across the next few years. And then in 2024, it's supposed to go down to 60%, and then every year is just going to keep going down until they don't give you that anymore. So if you are in the need for something really big and expensive, like a new computer, now might be a good time to do that.
0: The government is literally fucking evil. I cannot yeah. get over it. Like, it's not our fault that you are trillions of dollars in debt. Why the fuck are you punishing normal ass people? Like, we're just sluts trying to make money.
1: Seriously. Like, I know you'll be able to write off, like, the depreciation, I believe, of it. Like, but you won't be able to write it off up front. Which is, like, it's so fucked up, the though. nice part. Um... So the last thing I had was really like, okay, you're ready to file, but like, where do I do it? And I feel like a lot of people are also like, what do I say my profession is? So I always used to file at TurboTax. I also know H&R Block is pretty good, but I personally last year did the IRS free file, which is completely free and it's on the IRS website. Don't click on any weird fakes. Um. But it's just a free filing service, kind of similar to TurboTax. Like, they have some, like, helpful guidance along the way. Not any live people, I don't think. But, like, they give you some tips and be like, this means this. Yeah. So that is free, completely free. And TurboTax for self-employment, you do have to pay a pretty decent amount for their package. So if you want to file free, you can do it on the IRS website if you make $73,000 or less. And then finally... For your profession, model, entertainer, marketing specialist, social media marketing. I think I usually just do like entertainer, but yeah, yeah. There's a few options for you if you're just like nervous about what to say. And I'm not think, alone. Yeah, you're We're not all alone. Stressed. <laughs> this stuff fucking sucks. But like, if you are really stressed about it, get an accountant. I think you can write that off. Don't quote yeah. me on that. But I think you can write that off. <laughs> I feel like you'd be able to. So, yeah, hire someone if you're really nervous about it. Um, if you really are interested in starting an LLC or an S-Core, don't ask me necessarily what those would give you because I don't fully know. That's why you should see an accountant. <laughs> yep. Go see an accountant. But hopefully that helps with the very, very basics. And I think that was
0: nice and informational. I definitely learned
1: stuff. If anyone has questions, I can help to the very best of my ability, which is not a great ability. <laughs> but I feel like I do know maybe a little bit more than some other people. But just a little bit. <laughs> it- just a little. More than me. <laughs> I'll help you. I just love personal finance. So I think that's why I like kind of understand it a little bit more. Nice. Yeah,
0: that's a good a special major. interest to
1: have. I was a business major, big douchebag central. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so hopefully that makes you feel a little bit better, or maybe like Eve, this whole episode just stressed you out, <laughs> stressed you out so much.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> probably gonna cry at, like the minute we get off
1: here. No. <laughs>
0: No, it's okay it will be fine I'm kind of just like manically like it's fine energy about it at this point so it is it's
1: fine I guess if anyone like actually wants like budget help or like general personal finance questions like I don't mind helping with that I really enjoy doing it <laughs>
0: that'd be nice I'll be your first customer I got you
1: but yeah, like I, I'll just plug it because I don't want gatekeep. Um, I use YNAB, which stands for you need a budget, com, And I do have to pay like a yearly thing to have it, which seems like counterintuitive, like you're paying for a budgeting system. But this budgeting system has literally gotten me on track. So it is worth it to me. I love that. And they have lots of helpful videos on how to use it and how to budget if you don't feel like listening to me yeah I wish they'd sponsor us but they don't <laughs> so I will just plug it to plug them because I think <laughs> it's great
0: I love that
1: all right. me fine. that's all I got <laughs> it was good it was informative yay hope so hopefully you weren't bored as hell listen to my numbers and rambling not at all I
0: I needed to know a lot of that more <laughs> than I should have
1: um, you can find me at Nixie Knight on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and on OnlyFans at NaughtyNixie.com, and my link tree with everything else is NixieNight.com. Amazing.
0: Uh, you can find me at OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com slash 44 My website for everything is MessyXBangs.com. My Twitter, my Instagram is
1: MessyXBangs, and uh, yeah, our Instagram is Amateur Spice. And if you feel like emailing us for any sort of reason, our email is amateurspice at gmail.com. Thank you, y'all. And and, and and you can get bongs and dongs at hornystoner.com. You get 10% off if you use the code amateur spice. What a fucking deal. It's a pretty good deal. It was a pretty good deal. Um, please rate and review us if you loved us. Follow us. It helps a lot. Share it in your yeah. Insta stories and tag us. It just helps. We want to grow. Thank you, guys. We love you. Thanks, we love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.